Welcome to the Loudoun Impact Podcast, interviewing purpose-driven leaders in Loudoun County, Virginia. And now, here is your host, J.C. Sylvie. J.C. is a Naval Academy graduate, former Navy pilot, and now top real estate agent, focusing exclusively in Loudoun County. Today, our guest is Tony Howard. Tony is the president and CEO of the Loudoun County Chamber of Commerce. Tony, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, JC. Thanks for having me. You, uh, you must be a busy uh, guy. A uh, lot of things going on with uh, Loudoun County small businesses. Um, thanks for taking the time. Today, we're going to talk uh, about the loan programs available to small businesses. Uh, as you know, the CARES Act is a $2 trillion stimulus package that's set up for both individuals and small businesses. But today we're going to talk small business. Uh, the two programs I want to chat to you about is the, uh, the PPP, which is the Paycheck Protection Program, and also the EIDL, uh, Economic Injury Disaster Loan. So if you could um, tell us a little bit about each one, pros, cons, that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, thank you for having me on, JC. And I want to recommend to all the, the listeners and viewers out there that uh, if you're looking for the best go-to resource for all the information on these programs, Small Business Administration does a good job of presenting this material. I think the U.S. Chamber of Commerce does a little bit better job of diving deeper, but not so deep that uh, they'll lose any of, the, uh, any of the readers on these programs and the nuances involved. But let me start by talking about the Paycheck Protection Program. That was part of the CARES Act that was adopted a week ago Friday. Uh, the Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program was actually adopted as part of legislation prior to the CARES Act. So there's actually been three pieces of uh, legislation that Congress has passed and the President signed into law in response to the coronavirus. And we're expecting one or two more down the road. And we're hearing that from our uh, United States senators, uh, as well as Congress people who represent us. Start with Paycheck Protection Program. I think of the three, I would recommend that the small business apply for both of these. You have a choice if you are approved for both, one or the other, you actually have the choice to turn them down. So I would, I would advise applying for both. The, the Paycheck Protection Program, you apply for through your bank. Any bank can process a small business administration loan. Some banks are preferred lenders, which means they get to make the decision on the loan application. So if you could seek one out that is a preferred lender, you'd be in better shape there. The right. best part about the P3 program is that uh, 80%, up to 80% of the loan amount they send you, 75%, excuse me, yeah. is likely going to be forgivable as long as you use it on payroll and rent and a few other qualified expenses and you do not lay off anyone nor do you cut their pay, okay? So I want to emphasize that. It will be forgivable. Basically, the federal government is going to make your payroll and your rent payment for two months as long as you don't cut any of your employees that. There are other so much standards that are involved in there. Uh, you have to be a small business. Um, yeah. Uh, 501c3 nonprofits are eligible, so charities are, are eligible. I'm sad to say the Chambers of Commerce are not. And so we're working with our federal representatives on including that was clearly an oversight. They acknowledge that. They acknowledge that they're going to attempt to fix it. We hope that they will, and we trust that they will too as well. So I advise folks to go to their bank because they are the ones that will process the application for the P3 program, and they can fill you in on some of the other nuances too as well about P3. Tony, what are, uh, what are some of the local businesses that are um, approved uh, through the SBA that they can make that decision quickly? I would think that that's a better choice than 
having to go through the bank and the bank has to go to the SBA to get approval. I would think it's a streamlined if you can just go right to the bank, right? Yeah, so uh, the Small Business Administration, if you go to sba.gov um, and you go to the coronavirus guide, if you scroll through that, you will find a find a lender tab and they will actually have a map of the Commonwealth with all of their preferred lenders. Right. Uh, if you already have a banking relationship, that's an easy phone call and email to your bank. Of many of the uh, larger banks, uh, we have 35 banks and the members of the chamber, so I, I hesitate oh. to start <laughs> citing which ones. But Fair I will enough. tell you this, I've had a conversation with no less than a dozen banks. First, uh, some of the, we represent some of the largest banks in the country to yeah. some of the smallest local community banks, They're all preferred lenders. So there's a really darn good chance that if you go to loudandchamber.org, go to the membership directory and search for banks, that you will land on a preferred lender. And uh, oh, wow. if they're not a preferred lender, they can still do the loan. It's just it's just a little bit more efficient if you do. So I wouldn't want to steer yeah. you away from one who is not a preferred lender. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's yeah, that's the P3 program. The Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program, which the Chamber did apply for, is a little bit different in that they're not promising any forgiveness for the loan. Mm -hmm. But what they are promising is that a very low interest rate, 3.75 for, uh, excuse me, yeah, 3.75 for for-profits, 2.75% interest for nonprofits. 30 years, fixed rate, low interest. It's it's not free money, mm -hmm. but it's really cheap money that it takes a while to Pretty pay. Close. pay yeah. Over time. So, and you can certainly pay back that principal sooner if you're in uh, you know in, in sufficient financial position to do so down the road. It's right. it's pretty much has many of the same parameters. It applies to. Uh, it does include all nonprofits, not just C3s. No, it is for 500 and less folks. Uh, sole proprietors too as well. Yeah. So if you are self-employed um, and you don't necessarily have a payroll, well, P3 might not work for you because the only payroll is yours and you may be home-based, so you might not have any rent. But you know what? Your revenues have dried up, which I'm hearing from quite a few number of folks that they have um, dried up in recent weeks. And so the EIDL program might be right for you. The other uh, distinction with that is that you should go to the um, sba.gov website to apply. That is a non-banked loan. That is directly from the Small Business Administration. They will ask for some financial information, cursory financial information. So uh, your annual revenues last year, your cost is uh, goods sold. And they have a formula that um, uh, if they're sharing it with anyone, they haven't shared it with me, but they use this formula to determine how much they can lend you. And I believe that they can go up to $2 million under IEDL and $10 million under the Paycheck Protection Program. That's so, right. And here's the other thing. I want to emphasize, I said it before, if you apply for both and you receive approval for both, you can choose which one you want to go to. E EIDL will, they're supposed to, I, I only filled mine out late last week, so I'm, I was a little bit behind the curve. They are going to send a $10,000 grant, no questions asked to everyone, uh, just to make sure that you have some sh sort of an injection of capital to stay afloat in the short term. Can you say, it, that, can you say that again, Tony? Yeah, so if, if you're an eligible applicant, EIDL will send you a $10,000 emergency grant, sort of a, a front, they will front you $10,000, you may receive more as part of the loan, but they will send you a $10,000 grant just to pay this month's rent mm -hmm. uh, or what are the bills that are priorities for you or help you to do so. If you receive a, a, a P3 loan, mm -hmm. a forgivable loan, they right. will roll that $10,000 into it. So they're gonna, they're gonna uh, keep you from double dipping, so to speak. Right. Not that anyone intends to. Uh, so if you get that $10,000 grant, you get the P3 approval, you say, you know what, I don't want the EIDL money. Say, okay, we already sent you $10,000 through EIDL. We're going to roll that into P3. Yeah. Uh, but I think as taxpayers, we appreciate that. Right. No, for sure. Tony, do you know of anybody that has received the $10,000 grant at this point? I know a lot of people applied back uh, early uh, last week. I did a, a quick video of that, kind of taking people through the process. 
of, of that of that loan or that grant application. Uh, and from what I heard, it was three days from receipt of application. So I haven't, but I haven't heard of anybody. Have you? They had, they, they are claiming they will make that within three days. I will tell you, I was on a call yesterday with Senator Tim Kaine mm -hmm. and a number of entrepreneurs on the call said, it was a Zoom video conference, said to him that they had applied a week ago and they had not received that, that, that funds just yet. So I think they, they may have uh, overpromised and slightly right. underdelivered in that respect. Right. Uh, it's not surprising to have trillions of dollars worth of programs stood up in a week or two's time for there to be some shortcomings. So uh, sure. I'm not here to condemn them for that. Sure. I would suggest that they probably shouldn't have overpromised in the first place. Yeah, I, I, I'm just kind of curious if anybody's seen and I know everybody's kind of chomping the bit and waiting to see that that cash. Um, um, well, I, I do have some good news, JC. To set, uh, so the P3 program officially opened up on Friday, right? right. So uh, exactly one week after Congress passed, actually slightly less than one week. And I heard from one local bank that is a preferred lender with the Small Business Administration. Mm -hmm. They've already processed 115 loans for $34 million in the uh, Loudoun and uh, Piedmont areas that was the footprint for that bank. So right. that's a pretty significant injection of capital into, yeah. into our communities in what's that 48 hours uh, in terms of business days. And they've processed these loans and these companies are actually receiving uh, funds. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah. So this is a preferred lender dealing with existing clients. So they know right. these clients, they probably have already extended loans to them in the past. So they know what their financials look like. The banks are fully guaranteed on this loan since it's forgivable. So there's really, I mean, in all candor, the banks just process the loans. They collect the fee for doing the processing, but they have very little risk. So it makes it easier. And it was designed that way, by the way. Right. Uh, so it makes it easy to get the money back into the economy and back into our communities in the first place. And so that's one bank and not the largest one around. I don't have data from other banks, but I had to imagine performance is similar. So we're talking probably hundreds of millions of dollars are already rolling into a greater Loudoun County economy because of the P3 program. Yeah. Tony, what's your general sense of uh, business in Loudoun County? How, how are people, um, small business owners surviving? Are they, are they hanging in there? Are they waiting for these funds or have they started laying off uh, employees just in like survival mode? What's your general take um, for Loudoun County? Yeah, well, there's no doubt that there's some businesses that had to lay some people off. Uh, if you're in the restaurant, hospitality, tourism, uh, you know, work at a brewery, work at a winery, working in an attraction of any sort, uh, we're not allowed to go out and gather in groups of 10 or more. You know, we would be breaking the law. It's actually a misdemeanor under the governor's uh, order, executive order. And so that really hurts a lot of these businesses. Some of the restaurants are being adaptive uh, as best they can by offering um, free delivery or curbside pickup, things right. of that nature. There's at least, uh, I heard a report this morning, at least a half a dozen hotels in Loudoun County just shut their doors because people aren't traveling. And they're just, fear there's a bit of fear that's out there. And I don't think that's uh, uh, surprising at all that folks sure. are a little bit fearful. So, and, and again, when you're, right. you're prohibited and asked, and it, in many respects, you're prohibited from going outside in large groups or for other reasons. Um, in many respects, it's just good practice. It's going to hurt certain businesses. So uh, mm -hmm. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There are some businesses that have closed doors and laid people off. Uh, to their credit, the federal government has expanded a number of different programs uh, to uh, c help convince employers to keep people employed. Sure. That's what the Paycheck Protection Program is all about. Uh, two other programs I want to make sure I mentioned to you that in case your, your uh, listeners are not aware, uh, you can actually get a tax credit on your payroll taxes if you keep somebody employed. So on the top of the P3 program, for the payroll taxes you pay to keep somebody, uh, the government's just going to issue a credit right back to you. Mm -hmm. So it'll help lessen the cost. 
And if you're not eligible for that credit, and again, please always consult with your banker and right. your accountant and tax advisor on these. So I'm giving broad parameters, not specific guidance. You can also defer payroll taxes to for 2020 uh, into two tranches. You can pay half at the end of 2021 and the other half at end of 2022. So you can defer those payroll taxes. You can also get tax credits for them. So to keep people employed, but in some cases, just because of the short-term cash flow crunch, uh, there are businesses that can't keep their folks right. on board, and they have expanded unemployment programs to support the needs of um, those laid-off workers. Yeah, that sounds good. Tony, this is uh, some really uh, great information. Um, uh, like you said, neither one of us are CPAs or bankers. Um, uh, we are not giving specific advice here, and you're not definitely not giving specific advice. Where, where are a couple great resources? You mentioned them in the beginning of the podcast. Um, uh, where people can go to get to get the specific guidelines? SBA.gov, I assume, is one. Yes, sir. USChamber.com, right on their homepage, there'll be a link. It actually is a huge graphic to link to COVID 19 resources. Um, I suggest that folks reach out to the Lab and Small Business Development Center located in Leesburg. Uh, they have trained counselors on staff as well as volunteers. And they've been training up like crazy lately. You know, they spent all of last weekend and the weekend prior to that in training, learning how to get uh, schooled up on all of these programs. They, that is funded, and as all small business development centers are funded through your taxpayer dollars. Mm -hmm. So it is a free resource for entrepreneurs year round, but especially needed during these times. They are having online webinars to help walk you through the application for the P3, EIDL, and some of the employer tax and payroll tax credits and others too as well. So I'd highly recommend that folks take advantage of those services because they're, they're safe, they're secure, and they're already paid for with your tax dollars. Right. What is that group again? Can you? Loudon Small Business Development Center, Loudon SBDC. Um, is that associated so, with the Loudon Economic Development or not? It is associated with the Mason Enterprise Center in oh, downtown okay. Leesburg. So okay. if you just, if you Google Loudon S as in small, B as in uh, business, D as in development, C as in Senate, you'll definitely come up with Eric Bird is the head of the SBDC okay. and he's a um, fantastic resource for small businesses. Again, year round, good times and bad, but you especially want to take advantage of his offers yeah. today. That sounds, uh, that sounds really good. I, I'm going to actually look it up after this. Um, <laughs> great resource. And if you go to labchamber.org, just um, mm -hmm. under the about tab, you'll find two tabs. One's COVID-19 resources. There's also one support our businesses. So we're advising any business out there, not just restaurants, but certainly have a lot of restaurants that are offering specials today, but any service, any business, we want to hear about those. And we want to help promote those. And so we're getting the word out through there as well, because there are still some folks who are doing business and, and you know, being as creative and adaptive as they possibly can to keep their doors open and keep their workforce employed. Right. And we want to support them as much as possible because we want them to be for there for us when we are through this crisis. So we need to be there for them today. Sure. Yep. Great point. Tony, uh, thanks for joining us today. Tons of great information. I'll, I'll do my best to link some of these um, resources down below in both YouTube video as well as social media. And uh, I'm sure you're available to uh, take calls as well. If anybody has any questions, uh, the chamber is, is there as a resource as well, correct? Absolutely. You can email me directly, thoward, loudonchamber.org. Perfect. All right, Tony, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Thank you, JC. Yes, sir.